1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host.
2: Billy Moore
0: as a Jeff Hurst, the trailer booking at Billy Bones, a Palo de Camino, a West Ham United. We we'll
3: celebrate our victories, we we'll stick together in defeat.
4: Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast.
3: Podcast
4: Season eleven, episode uh, thirty three. Uh, we're back Uh, no Canning Town tonight no Georgie Porgie where is George tonight I would imagine he's still a little bit delicate after his um,
3: Yeah, he's just come come back from an extended weekend stag do in Barcelona so
4: yeah and he was
3: at work yeah yeah, and he's had to do work today, and I think he's just tired. I
4: bet. I'm a bit tired. I only got back, um, I'll tell you a story about Dublin later, but uh, yeah, it it was a shambles. Airport's well, are a shambles at the moment. and I It makes do...
3: a change for you just to be in the country <laughs> this moment of time. I know. It? Well, I, <laughs> I
4: came back midnight last night, although I sat on the tarmac for one and a half hours after a 50-minute ride from uh, Dublin. But that's another story, and it is a football bu- podcast and we're here to talk about two games of football but before that um I've got to eat some humble pie and I've got to make an apology um I listened back to the last episode where I made light of the cost of living and I found it incredulous and I made a joke about uh and it was that you know some people wouldn't afford it and you know, some people called me entitled or, or out of touch, and I'm sure all those things are true, but I want to apologise, because I think I did go over the top, and um, and and I wasn't very thoughtful of what people are going through. So I'd like to apologise to all the listeners and to the presenters here, if I caused them any grief on social media, because uh, just sometimes I don't think, <laughs> sometimes I think I'm a bit funny, um, and I, I, I understand when I listen back that I'm probably not so
2: you no, know
3: you're not Yeah, so you it's like I've known you a long time Sean and you're not funny
4: hindsight's a wonderful thing though
3: yeah
4: <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah anyway I've said sorry is, is that enough boys
3: that's that's fine I mean it's not me that you know you offend I'm so used to it I'll just go as a, you know, so I do I, know. I see it and it goes over. But yeah. Anyway, fine let's
4: move on. I, I'm not going to... I know nothing about this subject. I'm not going to talk about it. Let's talk about football. We had two games of football. Um, the first one was obviously against Leon. Uh <laughs> I watched it in Heathrow, Terminal 5, because my plane was delayed. Uh, but I did get to watch it. I literally, as... The uh, last minute of extra times being played, my plane literally took off, uh, so I got to work, watch all of it. But I can't say, because I watched it on a small iPhone, that I, I watched it in any detail, so I'm going to have to rely on twos uh to talk about it. Obviously, went down to 10 men, uh, obviously took the lead, and I'm sure we're all happy taking a draw and taking it to Leon this Thursday. Let's start with you, Johnny. This could okay. be the quickest podcast ever if you go, yeah, I didn't watch it either. I was flying to somewhere else. I
3: haven't been away for over two years, Sean. I just can't afford this. You need this. to get out, mate. I can't afford it. It's tough times.
4: All right, all right. Don't, don't, don't make me feel any more guilty. <laughs> than <I already> do.
3: <laughs> yeah, go on.
4: So, um, <laughs> was it the right tactics? Uh, was... Uh, uh, who was it sent off Cresswell did he deserve to be sent off should we have done better were Leon tricky I mean fill in the blanks
3: Um, well I mean I haven't seen anything of Leon so I mean they look they look like a, a hardened team uh, quite
4: defensive have... quite a sturdy solid
3: yeah, they, they looked they looked in an experienced European outfit mm-hmm um, they had all the, the tricks in the book and they're all bought by the suspicious referee. Um,
4: are we being but, uh, a bit biased then? With, with you know, I know the referee had been banned for six months for match fixing, uh, and there's the whole thing, you know, French. I do German find that I, yeah, I, I
3: do. Well, I, I don't think there's a the French. Are, are we alliance, a little bit but...
4: rose tinted in our view of the referee?
3: I, I, I'm sure we are to some degree, but. You know, a lot of neutral commentators, it, it, whilst they didn't say, you know, a lot of people saying he's corrupt and do whatever. A lot mm. of people saying the ref had a stinker, and I do think he he had a stinker.
4: Yeah.
3: And you know, whether he, I mean, I, I do find it incredible, incredible that uh, someone who's been done for match fixing in the past can end up refereeing at that level again, sort of thing. But that's probably everyone deserves a second chance well, and let's I'm talk sure about that whatever. incident
4: I'm going to get Nigel to talk about it as well but let's talk about you know he brought down Dembele at best the way I saw it and I saw the replay it was a soft foul you know he put an arm on him but you've got to be careful in these kind of kinds situations the real bad bit for me is the wink from Dembele when the camera zoomed in on him and he knew what he was doing it sort of implied that that's what he was after
3: well, I mean, right. So, Nigel, was it a red
4: you... card first? Well, or, well or, you know, I've seen him given.
3: That's heart, Nigel. You were there, mm. and that would have been. Was that in front of you? No, it was up the other end. Up the other end, in
2: front above and Moore. Okay, I'm, so I'm, you,
3: I mean, you didn't from really what, see it.
2: Well, he went down soft. You can see, you can see Criswell put his hand out and t- and like, but he didn't really pull him back. It was one of them just to knock him out of his stride. It wasn't to stop him. Because he put his arm out and pulled it back. And you can we could see that from where we were. And then he's gone down. Obviously, we don't know. Is it penalty area? Is it what?
4: Was it a but goal scoring opportunity? No, and this, no. This is the big one.
2: No, I don't think he...
4: I think we've lost Nigel, have we? Yeah, we have. John?
2: Well,
3: yeah, I mean, I... He, The reason I was asking Nigel was because like, I thought it might it have been right to in front left. Of him. And we lost you, Nigel. So say that again, oh, Nigel. Mate,
2: it's, yeah, it's got to be your internet, Sean. It's not. Uh, Zoom, Zuma to the left uh, was, was there as well. So I, I, I would argue the only thing is you've got to criticise Creswell for doing it. Because yeah. what he did was he gave the referee a decision. I honestly believe if that was in the Premier League with a Premier League ref and this is where we all moan about you know people moan about referees the Mike Deans of this world and and Atkinson and everything else I bet they would not give that as a red card and I don't get the VAR bit as well why, why not go and look at it again yeah. just to make sure Clearly because obvious. you know it, you can see he touches him, pulls his hand away the bloke takes two to three steps and falls down and basically he fell over in the penalty area and what does that say? Because he he got tagged outside the penalty area. So he's tried to win a penalty. That's what he's tried to do. Yeah. By going and down then the and, wink. Well, look, the wink, you know, a lot of people have done that in the past. You know, that's Ronaldo. Just, yeah. It's, that's, winker. You know, bloody winker. That's one of them things, isn't it? Child um, abuser. The worst thing for me is the dive, not the wink. Yeah. You know, and and this is so i our So why did it.
4: VA... I, well, I've got another question for both of you. Why have we not made an appeal?
2: Uh, I, I, because it's a one-match ban, and I, they probably uh, yeah. think it's it's not worth the. And UEFA don't tend to overrule these yeah, I decisions. Yeah, I've
3: heard that. It won't. It won't be. It won't be looked upon as an incorrect decision. No. the the the, the red card might. The, the level of the punishment is. Incorrect I we think. I mean,
4: bias in our views though this well, is what we yeah. am getting to I mean, put it the yeah. other
3: way around and that's that's antonio and you'd but you know you'd like to think that rationally you think well we were lucky for him to get a red card there but you know the way i saw it i mean zuma did steve zuma had slowed down when you watch it when you watch the replays like we did obviously not on the telly you see Zuma for some reason took his foot off the gas and left it to Creswell if he'd have carried on at pace he would have been alongside him and then basically Creswell sort of touched him with his arm on his shoulder he did take another step or two and then went down but Creswell sort of touched him and tried to jump goal side of him to cover Mm -hmm. sort of step across him so but he'd already touched the ball before Creswell touched him and he'd taken that ball away from goal with his first touch. So, as far as I'm concerned, he wasn't going towards the goal. It wasn't a goal-scoring opportunity. Now, because Creswell touched him and he went over yeah. easily, then I would have thought, OK, free-kick, yellow card. Yeah,
0: That's
3: what I was expecting. Not a red card, no. by any stretch of the imagination. But
4: so, I mean, I think everybody said on the group, and I think, you know, probably... In Barcelona, uh, Charles summed it up saying, "That's the game. That's a tie spoil, He spoilt the tie." Um, we go into half time, uh, and and seven minutes after half time, after we restart the game, we take the lead through Gerard Bowen. Jared. Jared Bowen. Um,
2: <laughs>
4: decent goal again.
2: I think the deflection helped. Yeah, it did. If I'm being truthful. Yeah,
4: but um, but Last it, week it counted, this one counts, right? Yeah. When, when the oh, no,
2: no, way. no, no. To go down to 10 men against a, 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 a good European team, I don't think they're the force that they were. Yeah. But, it, you know, they've still got a lot of decent players in there. You know, they're misfiring in the league. So they're underperforming, and it looks like they're saving themselves for Europe. So, um I, you know, and for me it was a fantastic performance by the ten men mm. both defensively and more defensively actually, I think
3: Dawson was And mentally, yeah, Dawson was was yeah. absolutely oh, yeah. Dawson
4: had a great
3: game. I'd, and now and Fournels four was Yeah.
2: Busy beat, he? he's like yeah. a wasp for now. That should be well, his nickname, the wasp.
4: Ariola kept us in it. He he made a good save as well. Yeah. Really yeah. good save. You know, they, I think they all played their part, you know.
2: I, was, I must admit, uh, Ben Rama in the first half, uh, I don't know if he was unlucky to be taken off because I think he was the obvious one to make way once we had to bring Ben Johnson on. Um, I, I, he had a glorious chance. He, he had some lovely footwork on the ball. And I don't know whether his future lies in England and whether his best football will be played on the continent. But he, he's got so much talent and yet he's like the son of Aaron Lennon because he's got all this ability on the ball and the That's final, no final bit. Product. Yeah. And and this is the thing. <laughs> you can be a fancy Dan as you like. If there's no final product, it means nothing. Beckham couldn't do anything like that with the ball, but he could put the ball in a sixpence for attack it or head it in or slot it in. And Beckham didn't need to beat a player. He could cross the ball from anywhere. And why? That's the final talent which Ben Rama hasn't got. Can he get it? Well, you know, I I live in hope that he that he can get it. But um, it's I, I see a lot of similarities in players like him, and at some point Andros Townsend was another one who did all this trickery, but th- there was a bit missing. Maybe a bit harsh. I think Townsend was perhaps a bit better than that. But definitely an Aaron Lennon type player. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a shame. But the, the the performance, you know, it was disappointing to concede in the way we did. I think Glenn, J- uh, not Glenn, uh, Ben right, Johnson's projects. carrying an injury. Well, I think Ben, ben Johnson's carrying an injury. Hmm. Um, We're well, we'll talking about injuries later. I'm yeah, thought. well, he was holding his hamstring hmm. at the end of the game. Um, or he's holding the back of his fire. Let's just say that, because that was right in front of us.
4: Just tell you what, um, I missed this earlier, I should have said what Moyes said. So Moyes said to BT Sport, the tackle on Bowen leading up to the red card was a foul. I would have expected VAR to intervene. It was in the same phase of play, insisted Moyes. It was.
3: It was a foul. He... he
4: Anyway, um, let me give you a quick stat attack. um, Because I know you like them. Uh, West Ham had 28% possession, believe it or not, at home. Which means Leon had 72%. Uh, We had just 5 shots, 3 on target. They had 23 shots, 4 on target. Uh, We had 3 corners, they had 2. We fouled 11 times, them 6 times. Nigel? Hmm. I think we've lost John, he needs to refresh. Um, what do you want to add about the game?
2: That, the, it, it, I, I don't think it, it, it even off, off field with the crowd, I don't think it reached the dizzy heights of Seville. And, and perhaps it was because Seville were actually, um, an, an, as a team, a, a, a performance a notch above Leon. So, and perhaps that's why there's a little bit of disappointment with the, with the draw because I think Leon, possibly, we could have done better. The f- the first half we weren't that great. Because yeah. Leon had a lot of the ball, but th- to 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 go down to ten men, in Europe in opposition and get take the lead, get a one all draw.
4: Yeah,
2: fantastic. Can we do it? Well, of course we can. We were one 0 down against Metz after the home leg. Mm. So we all know what happened there. You can, if yeah, you don't know, happens. read all about it on 6foot2.co.uk tomorrow. Because um, that's my story. Tomorrow, the Mets game. So even though in the Mets game we had Decanios, Trevor Sinclair, um, Mark Keller, Frank Lamar Jr., Paolo it, it It's funny because it, 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 when you look at it, you, you, you think of this team and this is one of the best ever West Ham teams in the Premier League era, yeah. We in agreement with that.
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: Right, but then when you look at it, you think right, Antonio. Well, who's better? Is 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 um, who would we match Antonio? Is Di Canio better than Antonio? No. Yeah. Is yeah, Antonio is. better? Did you? say? No, is Di Canio oh, better yeah, than of Antonio? He is. Yeah. 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 Um, one chop, Boeing. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: one, one chop's better than Antonio
2: yeah do you see what I'm saying so now you're thinking oh hold up a minute Mark, you know Mark Keller was more the four now's type um, I suppose you would say Declan's better than Lampard but, yeah, but Frank he got the goals didn't he mm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I think I, there's, a, there's a funny stat I think that um, Declan's now played the same amount of games as Frank Lampard Jr for West Ham
4: yeah. interesting so let me ask you a question since you yeah. were there. My son was there, my my cousin and grandview were obviously I was at the airport. Yeah. What was the atmosphere like?
2: No, it it was it was good. You know, Seville I think would be the pinnacle um for the season. It didn't come Depends.
3: across like Did the Seville it? game. You know it no,
2: didn't. And I'll tell you why, and I'm not gonna criticize I don't think it's on the fans and this is the thing. With the Seville game, we knew what we needed to do.
0: What this we was watching was the, watching first, game, first, was the first half of the yeah. tie.
2: And it's like, it's uh, old, um, yeah. unless we'd have gone, you know, we couldn't roar them on. You know, we didn't know we needed to roar them on, mm-hmm. even though the atmosphere was great. And it'll be interesting to see what it's like Burnley on on Sunday, because we've had the Villa game before Seville. We had the Everton game before Lyon. Two league games. Flat as anything, yeah, absolute flat. Where you know, 45 so where 15,000 fans haven't turned up that have got a ticket to the game. So,
4: there was a bit of trouble, wasn't there? Um, I mean, obviously, they cut away on the TV, but we know there was a couple of pitch invaders. One obviously came on well, in a build up 19 year old. I'm not going to name him, it's quite well known, and he's made an apology, so I don't think it's fair to name a 19 year old, but according to his cousin. He's a Chelsea fan who's been to a few West Ham
2: games. I'd, how do you know it's his cousin? Well I don't. A, a kid on Twitter went, I'm his cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I do. So this Chelsea fan's gone now, in a new West Ham show. Yeah, he has, yeah. You know, that, I'm not buying I'm not. You're not, not buying, buying he's a Chelsea that, fan. I'm not I'm not buying it. I am buying he's an idiot. He is an idiot, yeah. I can yeah. I can only tell
3: you what my daughter <laughs> yeah. who was annoyed about it, even though she doesn't, you know, get involved that much. Uh, She told me from the world of TikTok that he was definitely a Chelsea fan, and he got he got bet to do it.
2: Well, uh,
3: there's a video of him before being jumping into the crowd. And all
2: I don't know what type of youth we get listening to this show, but if you are a youth, you know, spread your mind a bit further than TikTok, please. Yeah, (laughs) and banks and everything like that, because. It's not making the world a better place. You might think it's funny, but the rest of it's the,
4: uh, In front of uh, the stand where I sit, according to my son, he sent me a picture as well, there's this air horn with a... You know, yeah, we got thrown, yeah. Hitting him on the, almost to the chin, his hands yeah. up to his eyes as they
2: threw it at him. I mean, the funny thing... Oh, should I should just say, I shouldn't say perhaps funny, but what, what the funny thing about that is, so the geezer jumps out of the crowd... Up to the advertising holding. So now he's committed a criminal offence. Yeah, to throw that air on before he's thrown the air on, which which could be like ABH or assault with a weapon. You know, so to do that, he's he's probably going to get just as bad, or if not
4: worse. Ah, yeah, but you um, know what the funny thing is? Punishment. Come
2: on, he jumped back in the crowd and ran off. Oh, excellent. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, you know you mean, what they're going to do. Ah, oh, it's right? the good old days. Yeah, I know, but you yeah, know I CCTV know. Gonna... CCTV, well, they've still got to track him. I mean, the only Did, thing was is... was it worth is, going,
4: right? Was, was it? it worth going, or would you go? Actually, considering, I would have watched that
2: from home. Yeah, but you know, I'd never do that. I know, but I'm just asking. So you're asking the wrong person. Isn't <laughs> it? I mean, despite the aggravation, I all had right. Of ask, a bus let me ask John. John, do you wish you'd have gone? <laughs>
3: Um, no. I'm alright, that's <laughs> all right. It's not that I wish I'd gone. I mean if I was in 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 the routine of going again and still or whatever, I would have been there, but yeah. no, um, it's... I th-
2: the only one thing I will say is that the, I, I stayed in Plasto, so I parked my car in Plasto had to try and get a bus to Stratford. So I've got the ten past seven and I've just made kick off. If Oven for a night game, that is a god awful place to go to. Yeah. It really is a god awful play. I, I understand why Lynn don't go with a night game. So yeah. you know. Anyway, let's move on.
4: Um let me uh make a second confession. Um I didn't really watch the Brentford game. I was in a harbour in Hoth in Ireland just off the coast of uh, Dublin. <laughs> and uh, I was sort of doing a bit of sightseeing around there. Uh, WB Gates is, uh used to live there, I'm sure you know that, and I was walking up on the, the cliffs. cliffs. <laughs> um, so, and I was with people that meant I really didn't get to see the game. Um, and I had it on my phone, but to be honest, when I saw us go 2-0 down, uh, I switched off. John, did you did you make it to the bitter end?
3: I did watch it to the bitter end. Yes.
4: Where did it all go wrong?
3: Um. I don't know. It, it was it, it it was a pretty f- sort of flat performance. They they come out all guns blazing, but we were just. You know, it looked. Were we tired? Were we? Uninspired? I don't know. It, I don't know. It's it's just it was a bit of a flat performance all round. I mean, we we did manage to. Nick possession for for like pieces of, like, sections of time and get control of the game at times, but we never really threatened. And, you know, again, the likes of Antonio were just... You know, whilst Antonio hasn't... Antonio's been pretty awful for the last few weeks, but he does manage to still occupy and... You know, some some games he may not obviously doesn't score, but some d- he's worth his weight in gold for because the way he sort of occupies the defenders and manages to the ball sticks and things like that. But that game on on Sunday, he he, he was pretty darn awful and yeah. I mean, we were, nothing we were we 0 at just... half
4: time, but you're saying nothing really in that first half.
3: Ah, no, it was just a. A poor display all round, really. And they were clearly... I mean, they needed
1: yeah. one more win to be well, safe. and
4: it, it might be. There's not a lot to talk about. Let me give you a stack attack and I'll ask Nigel. Uh, Brentford had 47% of the possession, which means we had 53 They had 15 shots, 7 on target. We had 5 shots, 1 on target, which sort of tells the tale. Uh, we had 6 corners there, 4, but we didn't use them. <laughs> Nigel... Zuma obviously got injured as well during uh, during the battle. Yeah. Uh,
2: who's who's to blame? I d- yeah, but you
1: keep doing. <laughs> Who do you blame, though? Yeah, no yeah, come, come on, on yeah.
2: the point the finger. Yeah, but you know i going to go. out. Uh, out. I'm, I'm not going to go. There's no one to blame. This blame game that goes on. <laughs> does my Eden? There is I know no one to I blame. You. I know that's why you're doing it, and I, and don't matter how you do it, I'll never turn around and go. Oh, he's to blame, or that's to blame. There was no one single thing to blame. It was, it 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 did look like a team that um, had one eye on a bigger game. It, you know, it's look. I remember 1980, just before I think it was before the FA Cup. I don't know if it was the final or the semi-final, and we had Shrewsbury. The Shrewsbury was shit. Yeah, let's let's not get up. They beat us three-one. I think it was before the final. Um, they beat us 3-1 at Upton Park, and this was the team that went and won the FA Cup. I think a couple of players have been rested, but you know, but base it was the basis of it, and and yet and and West Ham, throughout our history as a club, has always been capable of losing to the likes of Brentford. The fact that we've lost twice to Brentford this season is a disappointment when you look at it mm. because you think, well, there's six points, realistically speaking. No disrespect, because if you look at Brentford in the two games, they, they play really good football. They by far out attacked us, possibly in both games. Um, and they were fortunate to win at the London stadium with a late goal, but they fully deserved their victory at uh, whatever Brentford stadium is called. Um, the so for
4: w- community stadium
2: isn't yeah, it? yeah well in, so I I, I I haven't got a problem with the defeat with the manner of defeat it's just a defeat
4: bad day of the office move yeah.
2: on yeah um, we move on right. now to Lyon and to Burnley
4: well that Let's let's move on. Let's not talk about it. Let's not dwell on it because I yeah. don't think there's anything really to take out of it. Um, ben Ramer, I mean, the I injury
2: think is is a problem. Ben, ben Rama, Rama
4: came the closest. I think he sort of got the tip roof of the net, but I don't.
2: Well, the funny thing is, didn't he get a good reception as well? <laughs> they obviously, he did, yeah. They obviously still like him. Well, he's um, called somewhere like seventeen goals.
4: And, and of goals course, and he's it. he's in the middle of Ramadan as well. Well,
2: I think there is a one thing about Brentford, which when you, and when you look at the face of it. Is is they've got they've got a certain philosophy, and now they've achieved where they got to. Is that they scrapped all their youth teams a few years back, and they, they they thought it weren't worth concentrating on youth teams, especially being that they would add you know Fulham, QPR, and and Chelsea on their doorstep. So what they decided to do was to pick up the kids that had been pushed by the wayside from the Youth Academies in London, take a chance on them, but play friendlies as a reserve team. And what they did was they try and get competitive games, so against teams around Europe, and they, they do it that way, rather than enter like a, a, a youth league under 23 or whatever. And they've achieved premiership football off the back I think, of the last three years, selling their best players to the point that when they got promoted, they'd actually sold Ollie Watkins and Ben Rama, who had been their two best players when they failed in the playoffs. So to to get up is a great achievement. To stay up, um, I think, is a fantastic achievement when you look at the struggles, the likes of Fulham and... And Watford mm. and Norwich have done in mm. the past seasons. will have never won the league and haven't managed to stay up. So you got to look at the, the way Brentford run their football club and applaud it really. Yeah, fair
4: enough. Anyway, look, they deserve the three points. There's no no denying them that. Um, as you say, injury news. Uh, yeah. Mark Noble has got a virus. Whether well, that makes any difference, but I'm I'm sure he'll be over it and back we in. We missed him. Um, oh, oh, Bonner is um, uh, still trying to get his match fitness. He is training now uh, with the team, so he's he's a fight. On grass. On grass, so, you know, hopefully he can he can start being on the bench by the end of this month. Uh, but the big loss has obviously been Kirk Zuma. Um,
2: Captain Kirk Zuma, was he? Yeah,
4: so, oh. obviously, he originally... Um, Moy said he twisted his ankle so we have to wait to see what's going on so breaking news tonight uh, from our senior sources at the club say he had a scan on, on Monday uh, it's not looking good he is wearing a protective boot he is on crutches uh, they're furious at the scissor, scissor tackle on him um, and there is no way in hell he's going to play on Thursday And by the sound of it, it sounds very doubtful whether he'll be back for Sunday um, for the Burnley game. So, I hope he's going to have a second scanner here. Uh, And I was told that tonight. So, before we talk about ligament damage or anything else, um, we don't know at the moment. But but he is out. It's not a twisted ankle and he is out uh, for this week at least. Which, which is a shame, because he's he's immense in our team, and um, you know, no disrespect to Diop, but he, he's he, you know Diop can't do what what Zuma can do.
2: I think if we don't lose Zuma, we don't lose the Brentford game. or well, we could have got a draw. The yeah. funny thing is, when he, when he went off and they brought Diop on, um, Charlie who was sitting next to me said, "It's funny that, isn't it?" And he went, why? He said, because we're playing the two people together that you always say we should never play together. Mm -hmm. And basically that is, uh, if you look, we've got four centre-backs. So at the start of the season, we had four centre-backs. Ogbonna, Zuma, Dawson and Diop. And then if you looked at uh, as pairings, you would have Ogbonna with Dawson or Diop. You would have Zuma with Dawson or Diop. And you would have, of, and we would love Ogbonna and Zuma together, but what you really wouldn't want would be Diop and Dawson together. Yeah, because they don't seem to complement each other, and I think it showed. And it's a shame, you know, Kirk being out f- for Leon because yeah. um, it, Is it makes big it big-ness? Big-ness. a struggle. Yeah. 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 Well, they've had
4: their own injury problems. I think they lost at the weekend, and they've they've had a few. I think the yeah. goalkeeper's injured. And they've got a few injuries. I can't remember all the names, but
2: hey, but they did rest a few players.
4: Yeah, they did. They made seven changes. So you so. know, look, we got to win it on Thursday. Big night for us. Um, I I don't think any of us are going over to France, but we'd be eagerly awaiting it and hoping. Did you
3: Did you see um, yeah, their tweet today? No, have you not seen it? No. Uh, the U A um the like UEFA Europa League official Twitter put who's going to go through of these like four ties and they put a, like an, their official account put up as if we're not going to go through like with a meme underneath it. So
4: well, that's uh, very nice, is it? Yeah, don't like the British, do they?
2: Um, well, there was uh, as well there was some strange thing passed in France. Trying to find it where they've basically passed a a local law, um, sort of banning West Ham fans without tickets um, from the game. Banning them
3: from yeah, and banning anyone who's not in your way end from the game in it or something.
2: Yeah, that's the French.
4: They don't like the British anyway. I like France. The only problem with France is the French. Well, I'll get in trouble this week now as well for saying that. Yeah, you just
3: don't think, do you? you
4: just... <laughs> it's a joke.
3: Yeah, um, like you said, you think you're funny.
4: Yeah, I know. Um, let's move on to a new section. Let's talk about... Um, so, obviously, we had talk about season ticket. We know now the season ticket rise is not 20%, as I said. It is a more reasonable 5%. Now, I know 5% will still be seen by some when they're being squeezed... As, as a point too far. Um, but alongside. Uh, and, and look. People will vote with their feet right. Let's see how many people renew. Every year people say. Oh, that's the last time etc. But if if the squeeze on people's disposable income. Is as bad as you, you will say it will be. Then we could see a record number of people. Not renewing their season ticket. Uh, this year. Uh, for next season they are pushing through to move to sixty-two and a half thousand. as part of that they're reconfiguring the West Dam. So I got an email like thousands of others uh, telling me they were going to relocate my seat. Um, I am in row 19 as John used to be um, and we've still got those seats you know with other people now that John used to own. I'm still in row 19 but I'm moving back and over to the left a little bit more so close to the center line but back about four rows and I've got maps of how it looks. So it is true, right, so first of all, let's, if you haven't seen it, first of all, only about, I estimate, 300 seats are moving closer to the pitch in the two corners, right? So it's a, secondly, it's not being squared off like behind the goals. It is still. So towards the corner flag, those uh, two corner flags on the west end, those two are moving forward. The 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 gap is widening. So behind the stand, the gap is widening between where Nigel is in the West Stand and there. And I know that he's got problems with that. And they are creating, and this is the real thing. They are creating a new 1966 area uh, for the corporate. Well, not they call it corporate, but premium. Let's call it premium seats. So. What is the reason for doing this? Well, the reason for doing this is being sold as it's a better experience for fans. But in reality, London Stadium, who are funding it, are doing it because it's going to be cheaper to move the stands in athletic mode and pop music mode. And they're going to save millions right, by spending another 15 million. West Ham have the right to veto. They're doing it. And I'll be on it. and they should be honest about this, they're doing it because they get more premium seats to sell. It's not about being close to the pitch. It's not about squaring off the stand. It's about selling more premium seats. And, and I'm going to add one la- last bit. So, you know, went to the senior source, or a friend went to the senior source <laughs> while I've been away. And said, look, a lot of people are not happy. A lot of people... I'm I'm, I'm not unhappy with my seat, right? It won't make a lot of difference to me. A lot Wait, of so people... So
3: you're being moved back four rows and being charged f- about a little four bit rows, more. Four
4: rows. Four rows are moved slightly to the left. So close to the... You know, I have a similar... The view that I've been shown is similar, John. You know, it, it doesn't bother me as long as I'm moving with everyone else. Um, that's... Uh, so so this is what the unofficial response from the club is, which is saying... Um, Tough shit. Well, it it says... I'm afraid it is what it is. There's nothing we can do. We are trying to get more, better seats, and it will slightly look better. Our problem is, the lower tier was vastly underpriced from day one, while seats on the top tier are priced almost the same, but very few want them. However, it should be remembered our season tickets are a fraction of Spurs and Arsenal that's why we can't compete with them financially so no, basically not, no, so much well, well, bollocks. No, i'm just oh, such a oh, load of bollocks. i'm just repeating
2: what no, a senior no, that's says brilliant
3: that's, that's brilliant. so deluded
2: isn't he i'm just He's saying. So deluded. Do you know what i don't think it's deluded poison little dwarf but d- whoever I mean, it may I, be I, <laughs> I wouldn't i don't know about that but what it says to me is and this is the thing is Hold up a minute. That ain't what you were saying in 2013. And in no, 2013, hold up, and I will football. sort of bang up. No, in 2013, West Ham's own estimates were that they would get 50,000 fans attending football. Yeah. That was their own. Now they're getting 10,000 more, and the income from that 10,000... And yet they're still coming out with, oh, but because we've got to sell it cheap. There's a reason why you've got to sell it cheap, Dave. It's because the views are shit. Now, while the football is good, believe it or not, the thing I've always said, the best marketing tool, West Ham and is put a decent team on the pitch and people will pay to watch it. So people will pay um, for shit views to watch a game of football hence why we used to go to wembley because the views were shit at wembley but what people won't do is pay money for a shit view to watch a shit football team you'd have to excuse my french kids are listening but getting you prepared for thursday night um, so and and they've always failed to acknowledge this but the, the thing where they go wrong is this vice chairman Slag Brady said, Uh, obviously I was inserting my own word there. Uh, We are always listening to our supporters and working hard to improve their experience at London Stadium in line with the fantastic feedback we've received from them. The expected increase in capacity will see the London Stadium become one of the highest attended grounds of the capital we're already there, love, and indeed the country, giving an even greater number of our supporters the opportunity to watch our exciting team in action. Bearing in mind the extra two and a half thousand seats look like they're going to be premium seats, yeah? So, Waffle's on uh, about fantastic moments. Uh, David Moyes uh, said, everyone here is doing everything we can to grow and develop this club on and off the pitch. And what year was that? this This is the what West Ham have put on their website in regard to oh, this, this reconfiguration. I'm yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm reading a different one. One, one of my favourite bits I will add is, is that after two seasons of price freezes across the board. After two seasons of price freeze. It's a bit hard to charge fans for people when they can't even go to the game. You've one got one the season.
4: 79p in the lowest submission band. Well, seventeen minutes, nine p. a. game.
2: (laughs) How can you claim to have two seasons of price freezing when one season was was without fans totally? Come on! So what you've had is one season of price freeze. You couldn't put the prices up. We weren't there. You couldn't put them up again because you didn't know how long in August whether we'd be back or how long before we'd be back.
4: So the the key line for me. Right, I know they go. Is London Stadium capacity going to increase to sixty two thousand yeah. uh, five hundred, subject subject sorry. to approval. Yeah, the West Stand tier will be reconfigured to develop a more traditional football stadium layout. Yeah. Uh, no, bringing the upper and lower tiers together. N- no, no, and more fans nearer the action. Now you could say yes, more fans being three hundred. But the bringing the upper and lower stands together, n- n- no. No, it's not. Not from the, the map they've sent me. And it's, no, don't I think, a more but traditional... The, but this is
2: the thing. If they the, and, the, and this is where I always go. If you tell the truth, yeah. if you are honest, the fans, whether they like it or not, because at the end of the day, we don't like it, no matter what you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least they'd have my respect. So if they'd have come out and said, look, by doing this we can get more people in the ground and we can make a bit more money, but also the London Stadium, it'll be easy for them to build and take apart. Yeah. Then people will fully understand it because the real reason that this is happening has got all to do with West Ham in reality. It's the owners of the stadium want to find a way, and they have found a way of getting the seat in, built quicker and dismantled quicker yeah. to enable it and to move.
4: I, I'm going to agree with yeah. you. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to come out retirement to write a story on this. Oh. Um,
3: because I've Where d- will I've you put that story? On
4: Clarence oh. Hugh. Yeah. Um, mm. Because I, I do feel, well, you know, this is affects me personally, and I do feel... All four rows. They've... Um, they've, they've sold, they've marketed this wrong. I, I agree with Nigel. Sell it like it is. Don't fluff it up and talk about, you know, we will get more cash from selling it to rich people, the plush seats with their name on, and therefore we can spend more on transfers. That's the way they should have sold it. And we're going to move a few people close to the pitch, but not very many. The gap's going to be there, but don't worry about well, that. But they
3: won't going to pay more on transfers based on what they get from that, will they? Let's face it. Well,
4: they oh. look, it all helps, right? It's all relative, John. At the end, and, and actually, if we go on to transfers, because I, I got an update All on right, that. hold
2: up, then. Let's quickly, while we're here, then. So, two and a half thousand extra seats. hmm Yeah. So and five we're, percent across the board on the other Right, hold up. Forget thousand. that, yeah, because we're talking about the West Ham reconfiguration here. Yeah. yeah. So, um, 2,500 extra seats. At what price? Um, I think it was uh, 1,200 quid, wasn't it? Yeah. So what? Um, how much is that then? Let's quickly do the sums.
4: But, but European games and cup games and you no, know,
2: no, 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 no. We're not. We're talking about th- this per season. This is how they're selling it. Um,
3: how many seats? Three, so million. T- two three million.
2: Three million. Three million. Three oh, right, million So seats? we can buy a Craig Dawson. Well, if we can find three another million, Craig Dawson,
4: really, three, three million a year. For the one thousand two hundred times one two and a half thousand is three million.
2: There you go. How, how many more seats are they making? Two, two and, and half a half thousand.
3: thousand.
2: Two and a half thousand. But that's if they that's if they are all premium. No, seats. I don't think they are. No, Interestingly,
4: they are. I know I made a little joke because I like making jokes about band six. But band six. You do six, understand
2: jokes are supposed to be funny. <laughs> I know, and yeah.
4: I'm I'm the least funny person. Uh, band six. I did I, look that was my picture I took of those seats in front of the scaffolding, but some people did think it was true on April Fool's Day, anyway. Um, band six is the very last rows, maybe the last two to three rows, yeah. right at the back of the north and west. Uh, and there's this thin line and that's going to be band six that's 299. Now They've always made a big thing about, oh, we're the cheapest, we've got the cheapest, Premier you know, season tickets in the Premier League. Right? But they were in danger of losing that. And and they've also sort of said, oh, well, you know, um, some people only have a few seats at that price. Uh, unlike us, who have got tens of thousands. Well, they seem to be playing the same game <laughs> as everyone else now. By, I don't know, 500, maybe a 1,000. I don't know how many tickets are, but but creating that new band six, and I think, you know, if I was unkind, I would say it's it's a marketing gimmick as well, just to well, say that we've got into, the cheapest the tickets.
2: Thing, Sean, I don't want to, according to the information I'm looking at, from August 2021, yeah, West Ham's cheapest season tickets 320 pound. Manchester City's cheapest season ticket is three hundred and twenty five pounds. Yeah. So we have already got the cheapest season ticket.
4: Well possibly, but I'm just having a look what the cheapest I'm just looking
2: So I'm looking at the cheapest season ticket of every club in the Premier League. Arsenal's mm. is eight hundred and ninety one. Tottenham's is eight hundred and seven. This is cheapest. Liverpool six eight five, Chelsea five nine five. We should have done the old pot pickers, uh, yeah. Uh uh five four nine Wolves five four five Brighton Manchester United five three two Norwich four nine nine Watford four nine six Palace four three five Everton four twenty Brentford four nineteen Newcastle four seventeen Southampton three nine nine Burnley three ninety Villa three seventy Leicester three six five Leeds three four nine City three two five West Ham three two 0. So so
4: what is our price now in those seats though? 320. So it oh, I thought it, no no no. Right, yes, no. no here yeah, we go, it'll go
2: to 335. Right. And but what if Man City put their prices up?
4: Well, I guess they didn't want to take that chance. Man City might freeze theirs in which case this is why I say some the marketing they're, they're making sure we're the cheapest by a small number at 299. I really do.
2: But but this is the, the thing, and and, and the, the the true, you know, when you look at the statements that have come out about the reconfiguration, the season ticket renewal, it's almost from the Tory playbook of 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 what to do when you're in a bit of a pickle, how to dress it up, you know. Don't bring politics into this. No, but it is, and and when you look at it, and you read what they've said about the reconfiguration, to what the truth is. Hmm. it's almost like the Tory playbook it's almost like you know, we, we followed the rules we, we may have attended parties that were yeah. illegal but we followed the rules and they keep saying it even though everybody knows they broke the rules the official line is oh but we followed the rules anyway so, so let's it's keep like away Russia from politics, saying, religion well, alright well let's just say fighting. it's like Russia saying oh no we didn't fire that missile even though we know it's a Russian missile they will deny it and this is what West Ham do and and they treat the people like frigging idiots. And I don't get it. I don't get why they keep doing it. Because they know we're not stupid. Yeah, and I mean, look, I don't know whether...
4: It. So, for the for, for sake of 30 quid, are you really going to go in the back row? No. Are you that desperate on a band no. six that you're going to go, Oh, well, I can't afford 330, but I can afford the 299 tickets. I mean...
2: No, it opens the door. I don't know. I don't know why they've done... You know when you think... You look at it and you think, why have you done that? Well, why is it not just a band five? I think future to keep
4: it at 299 while other ones increase over time. That's what I think.
2: And I just, still at sell. the end of the day, I've said it for ages. I think it's bonkers. If we want to sell six, you know, 66,000 seats, let us just bloody sell them. Uh, I Put think... The the toilets in the, and the, the capacity
4: in. I think, right, and, and I think this will directly affect me, bit by bit, they're going to make the lower bowl a premium place. The money will go up and the money will go up and they'll drive all the people, uh, you know, but I'm paying $650 but, and the thing, to, Tom, the upper, to the upper where you are and say, well, actually, if you want to watch football cheaply, go into the gods. If you want to watch proper, the, the lower things you've got to pay a grand you know I think they've got aspirations to to charge what Spurs and Arsenal and Chelsea are yeah but
2: that's sad that what they did was and this is where uh, how silly it was is because they did they did the band price banding as if they were at Upton Park yeah where it went down and upstairs what they failed to realise is when I sat upstairs in the Trevor Brook in Upper row three I was 10 foot from the touchline 30 foot from the air yeah now uh, that was band 4 now the weird thing about it is, is I'm band 5 and literally 30 seats to my left yeah. is band 3 not you know yeah I remember you know so you've got someone paying double what I'm paying and he's virtually got the same view as me yeah and you're thinking how can that be allowed yeah so, and they've realised obviously people want to be downstairs so you, you're possibly right in in what they're trying to do. They're trying to gerrymander it that downstairs, you know, is is the premium seating. It's where people want to be. I'll tell you one thing:
4: that West Ham will not be uh, that are in advantage compared to other clubs.
2: Do you know what yeah. that is? Our electric bill don't yeah. go up. Yeah, I do know. Yeah.
4: So you know, yeah. I think a lot of clubs will see their energy prices rise by several million pounds for the stadium Um, in the way our deal was (laughs) done there is no clawback for the price electricity Mm. Um, you know and it it, the the bill I mean it's a public record Uh, how much they spend millions while
2: we laugh that's the London taxpayers picking the bill it is yeah uh, which I think none of us are strangely enough um,
4: so, you know, there, there, there will there millions probably from taxpayers' money to um, uh, to fund the increased electricity and heating costs of of the London Stadium. Hey, but that's it. That's the way it goes. Any more news stories before we move on to question time?
2: Um, not that I can think of.
3: No news, but you know. If we get knocked out on Thursday, is that our season over? We Shit. can
2: we can go
4: back to the curry club, John. <laughs> Although I don't eat saturated fats anymore, of course. But uh, I'm sure I could pick a chicken leg or something.
2: On I'm, I'm not. I the, it depends. Like the results have gone so strangely recently. Um... And and that's why I think Brentford was a disappointment. You know, I thought, made a light of it in a tweet that some people took umbrage on, some didn't Is that Oh, do you need to game, make an apology? Well, no. Uh, some Before the game, people were thinking, going, win this, we can go top four. And when we lost it, like, it's doom and gloom. We should have bought a striker in January. And, and, and if we finish top eight, the season's been a waste of time. And you think to finish sixth and eighth, two seasons running, is actually an improvement for West Ham United, like I, I, I can
3: I But I can I can understand both views of that. I can understand. I know sort of kind of know how you come about things like you know. Well, we we shouldn't go there. Deserve to win. We we'd normally draw, and we should be happy with a draw and all that sort of attitude. But I can also understand how people feel that you know this season again is another missed opportunity. I can understand mm-hmm. that. I mean, whilst I accept it all and in boys we trust and all this sort of stuff, I do think you should be allowed to sort of criticise the fact that we didn't strengthen, we clearly needed to and if we had a strengthened we would have been doing better but, than we are now, you know.
2: Well, I don't I don't know. I mean you say we'd have been doing better than we are now. We're sitting six.
3: Yeah. No, with three well, points, well, we've right. we've given we've given like six points to Brentford. We've done. I mean, we've yeah. you know we we just rolled over against Tottenham, and we just you know you can see. I mean, Suchek is a shadow of the player he was. You can see how these players have barely got anything left in them, and you know t- to be able to put a team out on Saturday with seven changes like Leon have done and and still compete would have been you know. A good thing to be able to do, and it's, but
2: why, why why don't people ever say oh, I think Salah needs a rest?
3: Well, they are saying that at the moment.
2: Are they? Because he, he hasn't scoring. scored
3: for twelve goal games or something. So, but you know, I just you know we have literally our that, what was that game the other day where they said that we would played twelve more games than Spurs or something. Uh, you know, well, you can see it in our players. You can definitely see the, especially like on Sunday again.
2: Do you not you think Spurs should them. be able to play two games a week?
3: Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think they should be able to, but you have got to bear in mind that, you know, this this year particularly, after the COVID and all that, they they pretty much played all the way through. They've played all the way through the summer, all the Euros. I think they only had like two weeks off.
4: My heart bleeds for them.
3: Oh. No, I, I know, but you can see it. It's not just the physical, is it? It's the mental strength and the, you know. Yeah. I I just. Harry I can Kane understand. looked like
2: he was blowing out of his ass walking around Augusta National yesterday. I tell you. <laughs>
3: anyway, I can, I, I can understand the, the the point of view. We 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 could be doing better, but you know I'm well, great. We're doing great. That's great, but we could have been. I, I doing think sixty
2: percent than... of this team with a team that was fighting two years ago to stay in this division. Yeah. And and I think, and this is where I go, I think people don't realise that, when, when why, it, I won't criticise Moyes or whatever, because if you've got a squad of players that's performing so badly, they look like they're going down, yet the same core group of players perform so well that the next season they get us into Europe, the season after they've took us to the quarterfinals of the UEFA Cup. They took us to the quarterfinals of the League Cup. Oh, they took us to the quarterfinals of the FA Cup? No, we didn't. We lost that quarterfinal. No, we, we lost, lost it, to yeah. the fifth round then of the FA Cup. So we've had three good cup runs on top of um on top of uh what you know, the league performance which You know, people know, I can rattle these stats off. You know, the six best seasons West Ham had finished previously in their history. The season after, they never finished in the top 10. So every time they set the bar, the season after, it came crashing down. Well, last season was the best ever, points-wise, goals-wise, goal-difference-wise. The only thing it weren't better was we didn't finish fifth like Harry did, which Harry did with conceding a minus of 5 goals I think and and did it with 57 points. So when you look at it to f- even if we finish 7th so if we go what do
3: we finish are, which last are, I think is where we were we were 6 last season. Yeah. Weren't we?
2: So if we can go 6 then 7th and if the and if the 6 teams that are above us are Man United, Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal and Tottenham then I'm sorry did that is an outstanding achievement. No, to be and the I, best of the rest.
3: I totally agree. I don't disagree with that at all. But I still understand that if we'd have got a couple of plays in, in January, yeah, I'm sure it we would could have made a difference. We, that, might have, we might have had an extra win here or there. And, you know, you know, and we, I you prefer know,
2: people to do that at the end of the season. And, and like, I will sit at the end of the season, and I can, I can probably tell you now, uh, yeah, do I think January they missed out on something? Of course they yeah. did. You know, they c- and, and the, one, the one thing for me is it puts more pressure on the summer. Yeah. You know, when you've got the ability to bring two players in, um, and, and the excuse he made was he wanted to bring first-teamers in, well, do you know what? Sometimes you have to strengthen your bench because how can you stand there and tell us you're in favour of five substitutions when you only make one in a game?
3: Yeah. Uh, and you know, and the others, you look at it as well, no one else stands still. No, no, Man United won't be this bad next season, surely. No. Teams like Palace are on an upward curve. I mean, Fiera's doing a great job there, and I mean, they've got a young, hungry team with a lot of striking options, and I mean, they're going to be tougher next, you know, we're going to be up against it again next season.
2: Oh, we're dining off the early season form where where goals seem to be a plenty. Um, you know most of our goals were scored at the start of the season not now yeah but we've a tired you know a tired team I don't know I don't I, I think footballers should be expected to play two games a week
4: mm-hmm. you know uh, anything
3: we've, else we've, let's before hope, let's we, just hope we
2: do we question do it. time you want to oh, say anything
4: Thursday. about Ronaldo knocking a, the mobile out of an autistic child's hand no,
3: that's what I said a child abuse earlier didn't I he, he was autistic well, wasn't nothing.
2: he he was autistic. His, his mum came out, gave a statement. He's autistic. Apparently, the key, Ronaldo then was after, and this is the thing. And, and and I always see and I was surprised with Ronaldo. I understand, sort. Of, I don't understand why he did it, but they've been beat. There's a lot of criticism. He hasn't been playing. He's got a bad studding on his leg. You know, Everton players are filming them as they're walking off. At the end of the day, it's an Autism's autism's sort of like an invisible disability as well. So he, he wouldn't have looked at him and gone, oh, he's autistic. Because you, no, you don't do that. So... But I think that he should have realised what he'd done when he got in the changing room. And Man United could have put out an apology before his mum went to the newspapers and pointed out that, you know, he was an autistic boy. And I think you can see that, I don't, you know, this ain't one of them, you know, she's not claiming it. You know, the mm. boy... Apparently, Ronaldo said, Oh, you can come to a game on whatever. Well, I know that's,
4: I mean, that adds adds salt to injury. So, not only did he knock his phone out of his hand, he then offers him free tickets to watch Man United. I mean, how,
2: yeah, (laughs) what punishment is that? What he should be doing is buying him like an iPhone 13, a brand new iPhone, yeah, iPhone 13, yeah, having a photograph done, apologizing with the boy. But, but it's quite possible that the the boy will have, want to have nothing to do with it. Because yeah. he will not be dazzled, yeah. And and in, in a way, I, 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 I support the you know the, the kid and the family yeah. wholeheartedly in that stance. Yeah. You know, because I, there's so many great videos of Ronaldo and the way he treats kids oh. behind the scenes, and I understand I can sort of allow him the frustration at the moment, but the fact that Man United didn't deal with it quick enough for me.
4: Taxi drivers in Dublin, they're either Liverpool or Manchester, right? And the Manchester ones say, Ronaldo's ruined their club by coming back. He should never come back. He's big time Charlie. He's ruined the dressing room. He's part of what? the problem. He wasn't part of the solution. He shouldn't have come back. That, mm. That's what Irish Man United fans are saying.
2: What did yeah, you say that to that?
4: I went, I'm West Ham. I don't care about Ronaldo. You know, um, Anything that <laughs> makes other teams weaker is great with me. Liverpool is the biggest club in, in Dublin by by a long way.
2: Well, what, what I'd say to that is, um, I think Ronaldo would have been very happy playing for Man City, but Fergie wouldn't have nothing to do with it. So if you remember rightly, yeah. What's
4: Fergie got to do with it? Because Fergie uh, rung he, him up and turned
2: yeah. around and went, oh, you really? can't go and play for Man City. Oh, really? Yeah. And he still
4: has that power over him.
2: What, over Ronaldo? Yeah. yeah. He earns Ronaldo, £20 Ronaldo million pounds
4: a year, Fergie, by the way. How much do you reckon, for 20 days' work, uh, being an ambassador, do you reckon he gets from Man United, Fergie?
2: Listen, you can't knock the... I'd, How if, much
4: if, do if, you think he gets as an ambassador?
2: Well, you've just said he gets £20 million a year. £20 for, million for all the stuff. <laughs>
4: so it's £20 million, by the way, not from Man United, but for his book deals, for his after dinner speaking, for his advisory roles, all of that. How much does he get paid for the 19 games that he's a club ambassador?
2: 19 million. No. I'll go 18. No, 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 no. Two million.
4: Basically gets 100 grand for every game he attends to be an ambassador, just to be a figurehead. I don't even think he has to go around shaking... But hold on, hands.
2: That, that, and let's get it right. Yeah? the club that you know, if if Arsenal uh, and the Emirates is is the club that Wenger built, then modern day Man United is the club that Fergie built.
4: I, I understand, but but do you know, what what does um, Trevor Brooking get for being ambassador?
2: We well, got a few coins, didn't he? He gets fifty Burnley. grand, fifty grand a year.
3: <laughs> and
2: yeah. do you
4: know what the other legends get?
3: Uh no, I'm not really sure. What? Oh, no, go about
4: four hundred quid a game.
3: Oh, all no, right. So odd
4: You know <laughs> each to their own, but you know, I think Fergie's done all right getting two million pounds from being ambassador and another eighteen million for his afternoon in speaking, his book deals and whatever he does, you know. Well
2: done. Well done.
4: Anyway. Well, it's time right. for this. I've done it again. I've done it again. Well, can I just point out? Look,
2: don't bother. Obviously, people won't know. It took me three hours to get home. Uh, I've literally run in the house and run down the shed. uh, There is no traffic. So We've got some questions on Twitter. Call them. Oh, we'll
4: still play it. Yeah. Yeah. So, we nearly didn't have a podcast tonight just to. yeah. Uh, even though he had one job, he's uh, he, he, four hours or five hours to get home. So, probably back to normal next week.
2: Yeah, East London was not the place to be, the uh, thing. John Goodman says, I'm really excited about next season. couple of new players. Moyes has provided what he can do with a small squad, or probably proved. We have had a great season, whatever happens. Please just enjoy it. Don't look back when we're struggling to get in the playoffs in years thinking 21-22, what a season.
4: Don't look back in anger, yeah,
2: I had that's to true. say. Uh, Dan, 31 40, h today, says... Who is paying for these stadium alterations with the main stand? You can't polish a turd. Brady out. Well, the London Brady Stadium
4: out. are, but ultimately... That money comes from LLDC, and ultimately, that money comes from the London Assembly and the London Mayor. And ultimately, it comes from every London taxpayer, but not myself, because I don't live in London, and not John, because he doesn't live in London anymore. So Nigel, you're in a London borough, so you're paying for it. All right, thanks for that. Are you, though? No. You're not in a London borough? No. No. Oh, so none, none of us. Across the
2: roadies, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's that. Close. Me too, me
4: too. So uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I live in Leatherhead and uh, that's not, but Chessington is the next, and that is a London borough. Yeah. So yeah, we so don't pay um, the London borough levy. Yeah, no, not.
2: not right, so but none but of us would they here. get a cut though, or the extra? Because what? And this is the thing. So the no. London Stadium no. are going to be paying out to do all this reconfiguration to allow West Ham to earn more money Some don't seem right there
4: so look there, there can be slight amendments so when they went up before from 54,000 there was a slight cut but the idea though is that they will make more money from advertising and catering right okay more people look at advertising, your advertising rates go up. The more people, obviously, drinking and eating, the profits go up, which um, are shared with London Stadium. But ultimately, they're just interested. They need to West Ham to sign off on it because they want to reduce the £4 million it costs to move the seats, the scaffolding, and cable ties and breeze blocks.
2: <laughs> right. True okay. story. All right. Uh, Ian it on Twitter. He's got a couple of things. It's says evening you lovely peeps. He's just watched the under twenty threes today. I was blown away by Longello, Elisi and Chesters. Uh, Longello scored after being pushed up into the left wing. A natural left footed player. So I ask why don't we give kids a chance? He carried on. The team played well. He heard Gonzo saying that Longello may be used in exchange for Warrell Forest. According to another report, we're scouting Josh Cullen. Yeah. If so, di- and which is true, I did see this story. If so, did we insert a buyback clause with Andalect?
4: First, I've heard of it, but I'm, I'm. Oh, right. It
2: was it was reported in mainstream media, Sean. All
4: right. Well, I, I'll find out about that. Literally, I've, I've just jumped off a plane, so let yeah. me uh, ease myself back into the West Ham. Um, Bubble Yeah Mm. And I've got no plans To go abroad In the next This month
2: This month
4: Yeah Oh I'm going away for Easter But I'm staying in this country
2: The country is blessed I know I know right I know I know Um And that's it
4: Great Well uh, Two games Uh Leon And then uh, Burnley. Um, Let's start with you, Nigel. (laughs) And we lose him. Let's start with you, Nigel.
2: Yep. I'm back. Uh, I'm back. (laughs) Yeah. But it's not Sean John. Is it not? Well, maybe I need to get. It must be me and you. The fact that me and you keep dropping off, you know, it's got to be like our fault. Don't yeah. Even though when I audited, I thought you just—I
3: thought you just had a massive installation. It is, yeah.
2: It's
4: 900 meg download, but the Wi-Fi is the older bit, so maybe I need to do a fixed link
2: next. Oh, you on Wi-Fi? You're on Wi-Fi. Yeah, I'm on Why see, wifi. Are you even on wifi? me? In my shed is on uh, Ethernet. Is on cable. Yeah, I yeah. should do
4: Ethernet. Yes,
3: yeah. yeah, I'm on Ethernet as well. Yeah, I should yeah.
4: do. I will next week. I will connect on Ethernet. But anyway, don't let's not look behind the curtain. A wizard is Oz.
2: Oz Right, so predictions. Yeah. Uh, I predict penalty shootout against Lyon. and it's a lottery. <sighs> oh. That's what I predict. Who wins? I don't know. No, you I have to. Know.
4: You have to say.
2: Uh, oh, I'll go for us on penalties. Okay. I fancy Areola. Okay. Well, that's uh, nice not like make. that, people. And. Um, not, that, not 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 I wouldn't. You know, if and I was, I wouldn't. But.
4: I predict a riot. Going.
2: <laughs> Don't you, go there, people. No, I, I like everyone. Uh, <laughs> uh, you going Sunday? Apart from
4: Gavin Brady. Slag.
2: Uh, Brady yeah, you out. Um, yeah.
4: You going on Sunday?
2: Um, Easter Sunday? I'll, I'll I'll probably make my mind up. John may giggle at this. What? Uh, there, there is a reason so you're going to miss a game. Oh right, there is a reason. i are not going to try Giggle. and finish your kitchen, are you? No, 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 no. no. It's even worse, John. I don't. <laughs>
4: Romantic I, dinner. I know when, it's when, a it's a musical. You're going to the master. No, now. no,
2: no, no. It's more DIY. So basically, I had a few um, loose deck boards on the first shed's deck that I built five years ago. So then I thought, oh, let me. So I bought some deck balls for place, and they lifted up, and the timber's underneath.
4: Oh, you remember, you're telling us. But, yeah. B- b- but you got you got four days off at Easter, right? Yeah. Good Friday.
2: Yeah, but what happened then is, I don't remember when John <sighs> I did this, John, he said, when, I, when I built it, I just laid the timbers in the dirt. Yeah. And, yeah, so John so knows. So why,
4: why can't you give up four hours on a Sunday?
2: Well, because what I'm actually I've started doing now is I've lifted all the deck up and then I thought, fuck it, I've got to dig it all out now. So, um, I started digging all the dirt out under the deck and I've got a really I never
4: thought I'd hear that you're prioritizing DIY so, over a game.
2: Well, it's all to do with a baby shower that's gonna be held soon. Oh, the here we be go, done. here's the real reason. And you know, I need to make sure this is done. Sam as wears well the
4: trousers, as as we always thought she did.
2: But I've never denied it. <laughs> don't they all? <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah, don't they all?
2: <laughs> right. So Burnley. Anyway, Burnley. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I think um, I think another bridge too far. Um, I ooh. think a two-nil defeat.
4: Oh shit! John Leon Burnley.
3: I think we're going to beat Leon two-one, and. I think we will lose 2-0 to Burnley. Like okay. Burnley are in dire and they're desperate for the win. I'm we, look we
4: objectively at this and I say we're going to win 1-0 in normal time, not go to penalties against Leon, Uh Away Gaze, her goals don't count. And we will beat Burnley. We will come back and beat them 1-0 as well uh, with a penalty. And, uh, yeah, two wins in a week, and we're going to be happy bunnies. We probably won't record on Bank Holiday Monday, I would imagine. I'm going away for a few days. Uh, I'm coming back for the Sunday for the game, but uh, um, out on the Monday. Um, so we're recording on Tuesday, I'm saying, maybe, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah,
2: we'll fit in around your life, don't yeah. we? Yeah. Well, are you doing it? It's Bank Holiday Monday. We, on, <laughs>
4: traditionally, we don't record on the Bank Holiday Monday, religious reasons. Yeah. Um, I've been Sean. Nigel has been knackered. I bet yeah. (laughs) And John's been
3: just happy to be here. Sean.
4: Bye. (laughs) Come on,
2: Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. One hour.